0: Let's talk about why your people become lurkers and what to do about it to help them to get off their butts and either into your program or make a decision. (laughs) The preface I wanna give before we even dive in is I will never ever condone gross manipulation or cringy tactics when it comes to helping more people make a decision because to me inherently what your marketing your message, your funnel is meant to do it's help people to make an empowered decision, whether it be a yes or no. You're helping them to find the information and the experiences they need in order to find that yes or no inside of themselves. So knowing that, realize that this is not a place where I'm going to say, like, run, like, it's all about profit only or whatever. <laughs> to me, it's more about helping understand the reasoning of why these things happen, why people turn into lurkers allows us to be more cognizant going forward with our content, with our sales posts and so forth to help get out of that. And also for our people to have a better experience with our content going forward. Because the reason why people are workers, as you'll hear, it's four main reasons. And a few of those are very easy to change. So I'll explain the solutions after that, but I wanna explain these reasons so you can either catch the patterns that are happening or a bare minimum, understand what's going on. So, let's dive in. When it comes to lurkers, it's funny because this is one of the few times where you have, as we always hear in the online space, everyone's like, your ideal client is an old version of you. Lurkers, to some degree, are what you are too. Because there's a good chance, if you follow more than 100 people on uh, Instagram or social media, you're a lurker in some or multiple people's audiences. Just because that's just the literal case of algorithms, there's no way for you to see all of the people's um, posts and so forth or be that connected with every single person. But the thing is, there's a difference between being cold and being uninterested. And I'll be talking about the freebie that I'll be sharing with you guys to help go over that. But the main thing I want to understand for you is... It's one of the few times where you can start to understand your patterns as a lurker, which might be mirrored, but more often than not, your people are either going to be experiencing a similar thing that you are, or the effects of what happened in a certain point in your business. So let me just go into this. The four reasons that happen is, one, mainly around consistency, like that's, you'll see a lot of these start with consistency, and then two, congruence. It's so natural for our audience to have lurkers because literally one algorithm. (laughs) But two, if you've been in business for longer than two years where people have come in at different points, whether it be like old offers, old collabs, ads, organic, whatever it might be, there's going to be natural points of inconsistency that allow people to fall back, allow people to be like disengaged. Um, That means that there needs to be a time that helps to re-engage them. So this first reason is... this is going to sound so (laughs) heady for a second, so I'll say it first and then explain it. The first one's inconsistent copy resonance, which literally just means your posts and the way you pitch your offer, they've heard the same way over and over and over again that they scroll past. Kind of like a broken record, almost feeling where you've heard someone say the same thing. The best way I can explain it is if you watch something like Hulu or something that has ads on it, you know when you have that same ad that comes on back-to-back for like 10 times in a row where they don't change the ad, it's just they rerun it, and you get to the point where I'm just muting this because I've heard it so much and nothing changes that we become conditioned, as humans, we're very adaptable to when we've heard something over and over, especially in that small of a timeline, both ad-wise, but also in content, whether it be like posts, stories, whether it be emails, even a webinar or whatever is what they're consuming, they're most likely going to start to filter out because we hear so many things throughout the day. There's, I forget what the the data point is. It's something like, it's over, I think, 2000. I don't think it's over 10,000. It's for sure over 2000 pieces of content we see per day. And our brains are intelligent enough to start to understand what is of value and what's not of value. Because of that, we don't realize that the past copy templates that we created, the past things like the past content we've done, are actually helping you fuel more of that filtering process for the brain for your people than actually getting them to opt in. Because there needs to be one of the four main ways to help re-engage them if you've kind of gotten into that broken record standpoint. And the way you'll be able to know if you've had that broken record standpoint is if you look back at the last, I would say last 90 days of your posts, particularly <laughs> particularly around your sales posts and around your emails, anything where you're selling, like any call to action type things. And if you look at it, and you're able to see, wow, I've really set the same offer in the same way, which means you probably copy and pasted sentences. You've said things the same way. There's nothing that's really giving a new perspective on it. Then you can probably guarantee that you're in the broken record standpoint. This includes also if you already have a pre-built funnel as well. That's one of the main reasons I see this happen way too often because a lot of programs, when you go into helping you to sell your offer, whether it be through a funnel or just through a launch, they tell you like how to create it at first. They don't really give you anything for the refresh time. Like You've already promoted your offer once or twice. So people have heard it before. It needs to be spoken about or positioned differently so it's fresh for them. But a lot of programs just simply can't charge that amount <laughs> for a refresh because that would be too much information or too much giving for a certain price point. So, number one is that broken record standpoint. Second thing is inconsistent interest points or touch points. So, what this means is that it swings from either, like, the inconsistent touch point where you have a list, but email them only when there's, like, a sales push happening every other month, or maybe, like, you post about it once a week, to also being a consistent but... uh, an intentional touchpoint where your emails and posts are kind of like written off the top of your head without really seeing what might engage them. That's kind of what I mean by like touch points. It's what you've probably heard before are like impressions, like the impressions that you're giving through your stories, the, the touch points that they get through your content. And unfortunately, a lot of times we're just trying to post to post or to get things in front of their, their eyeballs without really taking the time to understand what would actually engage them, especially if they've been in your audience longer than a month or two, or they've seen your offer more than once. And by once to I mean like by one cycle of launching or funnels, whatever it might be. So knowing that, the easiest way to know if you've been doing that is reviewing the last, I'm gonna say 90 days. I always like to do quarters. I think it's easier than a full year because so much happens throughout a year. Quarters for 90 days are a pretty easy way to, to chunk stuff. So I would look at your last 90 days from the post you've been creating, from the content you've been doing and so forth, and really look at it and say, how was this created? How was this piece of content created? Was it from just like, I need to get this out. Let me just like quickly whip this up. Was there intention behind it? Did you actually know where you wanted to send them next and why? Do you take time to figure out how to make a better punchier headline for them? That kind of stuff. On the opposite side, for my friends who have a list and like have an audience but barely ever post, (laughs) I think you know the answer. You don't really have to look back at your 90 days to know that. But those pieces are going to naturally bring people into the lurker standpoint because on one side, they're not hearing from you enough to possibly remember you. Not that they don't want to remember you, but that literally they just don't have the capacity to remember people that aren't like in their sphere unless they've worked with you or had some type of experience, which is why as you'll hear me talk about later on in the upcoming episodes, how having experiences before they buy are so are so essential so they stick around longer, they buy they buy more, but also that they remember without you having to be so consistent online all the time. So that is one perspective. the other perspective for those who are unintentional. I think part of this, too, is that, yes, everything is an algorithm, right? But also there really is a level of energetics to it as well, where if we don't address for ourselves what our relationship is with social media and content, like, does it feel like a job? Does it feel like we are having to sludge through? Does it feel like we're actually providing stuff or we're just trying to be a part of the conversation versus actually creating conversation that they want to be a part of? That's the difference that we're trying to understand here, because if we don't understand the points that are, um, the falter points that people aren't connecting with you, we're never going to be able to resolve it. So this is more probably the biggest ones that I see. It's not directly tied to sales, like this could be for a regular story post or podcast versus an actual sales email, but it does affect sales because if you're having this happen, they're probably not going to buy or they're going to be even more cold. Other two. Inconsistent offer topic evolution. I swear, <laughs> these names sound so high level compared to what they actually mean, but until I find better names, we're sticking with it. So for this one, it's really about if you've evolved in your business and people have been with you before that evolution. So for example, past clients who you helped solve their problem, but uh, with whatever topic you're doing or, or issue you're helping, but now they have new problems, but you just don't have a program or topics you're talking about to help them. Uh, They could also be people who you've helped to talk a little bit about the topics, but you've evolved in a different way. Maybe you're not talking about those topics in the same way. Your ideal client has evolved to be like more advanced in that side versus you're talking to beginners before. Um, This is really a point where, as you'll notice, this is more for those people who haven't had the same business. (laughs) throughout their entire business. They've had different evolutions. For me, I was a website designer, then I was a social media person, then I was an Instagram person, then I was an ads person, a funnels person, then I was a funnel and messaging person, which is what I am now. And plus now, I'm uh, not now, but now more publicly, I'm talking about more energetics and um, spiritual side as well. So knowing that, it helps you to give a better lens and sometimes the lurkers aren't really trying to be lurkers, but they don't know where they fit yet in this new evolution that you're going to. And this is where it's so important to make sure that when we're trying to bring these people out, we have to start to be clear about who we wanna be in our containers when it comes to social media, when it comes to lists, whatever it might be. Because I think sometimes the the fault can happen on our side where we don't get clear for our people, and this could be a good like yearly thing or quarterly thing, where we actually address who is right to be in our container you know, you'll hear those phrases where it's like, if you enjoy cat things, <laughs> tea and whatever, you're in the right place. Doing more of those posts, you don't have to do it, you know, every week, every month, but at least every time that you do an evolution or even more consistently, like once, I would say at minimum once a year, uh, at maximum, maybe like once a quarter or once a month is so important because you're helping people to give that, that decision point that they need to either self-select themselves out or re-engage those who couldn't quite understand, you know, if they're in the right place, and we we do this already with our when we're selling our offers, where we're like, you're in this is the right place for you, this is right for you, if blah, blah 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 blah, but we don't do it enough for our actual containers, like the things that are outside our just paid container, our lists, our podcasts, these type of things. So this is one of the pieces that I just see happen so often, and you should evolve in your business. This is not saying don't evolve. This is just saying make sure you bring people along the journey or or help them understand if they're in the right place now versus just kind of like letting them stick around for sake of numbers. This last one you can't really do much about, but I want to make sure it's noticed because I talk about human stuff. (laughs) I want to make sure that this is a part of the, the human evolution, and that is The last one just being the persons going through, your lurkers, are going through life transitions where they might have had to take a step back from solving the problem that they came to like follow you for just due to maybe things in life like a loss in the family, job change, move, whatever it might have been. So this is not a solution that you can solve, but this is something for you to realize that is so natural. I mean, there's been times for me where I think I had to to leave a program, the only time I've ever had to leave a program uh, a year and a half ago, because it started right after I went through like a five-year breakup, those things you can't see coming, but you have to realize that those things are going to make people naturally have to, you know, step back, heal themselves, and come back into it. So just knowing that we're we're not here to bring everyone along with us, everyone's on their own journey, but if we can focus on those first three while acknowledging the fourth, just knowing that that that's there. It's going to be so much more of a gentle, more compassionate place to come from when we're asking people what they need and also showing them how they could spark things back up, how they can take more action, how they can get up off their beds and into your program, or at least if nothing else, if they want to be in your audience still. Because I don't know about you, I would rather have a smaller, more engaged audience than a bigger dead one. You've already probably felt those bo- uh, like those little bouts of no one's responding, no one's doing anything to where it's not really worth it to just have the numbers. You can actually have the numbers and still have a highly engaged audience. But if you haven't been experiencing that now, we need to start first on this side. The first part is acknowledging the lurkers. So now we've talked about the reasons of why things, why people become lurkers. The main ways to get people back in the the action setting outside of that fourth piece, because again, those people are healing, they're on their own journey, let them be. It's going to be one of four ways. It's either going to be around shock, relatability, intrigue, or favor. And I don't mean to do this to you, (laughs) but I'm going to have to leave you until we go to our next podcast, part two, to talk about more of these four. Because to be really honest, I'm about to head into a therapy session and I want to make sure that I have time for that, but also give you guys this context and get this out this week. So first, your action step for now is listen to this, take the actions about checking your post or content, see which of those four reasons, especially the first three, do you feel like you've been falling into. And then second thing I want you to do is below this, there will be either a wait list or an opt-in page for the lead magnet, the free, totally free piece called Ice Cold to I'm Sold, Helping Get Lurkers Off Their Butts. The easiest thing to do it's an interactive guide that'll be through just like a notion template that is just like so rad so helpful for you so if you want that go down below get that in it's free but i wanted to solve this issue for people that everyone has before they start to do a refresh which is is my audience even worth trying to connect to to get more people in the door because so many people start with ads only or start with like growth first they try and get more sales when you actually have a good 30 to 40% of your people in your audience who are actually still willing to buy, but they haven't been engaged or talked to and trained in the way that they need to, to connect back with you and to make a decision and whether they want to work with you or not right now. So talk about that in the next episode. But if you want to get the short answer of what that is, go down below and get in.